RavingLunaticMedia.com. Quick Rant, Episode 30, Full Caligula. Forty-five is wondering why the Civil War happened. This is really a question most kids in elementary school can answer. Residents south of the Mason-Dixon line, or those who wear a pointy hat and a bedsheet to public gatherings, may answer states' rights and preserving local control over domestic institutions. Others will correctly answer slavery and preservation of the Union. Either way, almost no American wonders why the Civil War was actually fought. Except the most powerful American, and if you ask him, the smartest of us all. I realize that many in this great nation do not give two fucks about history. George Washington cut down a cherry tree before righteously kicking the tea-loving shit out of the Redcoats, and Aaron Burr shot that Alexander Hamilton dude in a duel once, is about the extent of what many remember from their high school history course and that mandatory class they took in their freshman year in college. But why the Civil War was fought is a pretty basic American history question that the goddamn president ought to actually understand. 45 apparently idolizes Andrew Jackson. Probably because someone told him that his campaign resembled Jackson's and that he was seen as a political outsider that the established elite in Washington could not stomach. Or maybe it was because Jackson also felt that people who didn't share his skin tone needed to be rounded up and booted out of the country. One or the other. 45's fascination with Jackson actually makes sense, as Sharp Knife, as the Cherokees referred to him, is probably the closest presidential analog to Trump. Aside from maybe U.S. Grant in terms of sheer corruption and incompetence, but at any rate, you can't go wrong comparing Trump to Jackson. Both won a minority of the popular vote. Both fought nasty, dirty, and sleazy campaigns, and both were political outsiders dangerously unqualified for the job, and both shunned traditional advisors in their cabinet. Jackson was responsible for the forced migration of indigenous Americans known as the Trail of Tears, and Trump appears hell-bent on shutting down the borders and kicking out as many people as he can. Given all that, maybe Donald could have taken a few minutes to fact-check Jackson's life, or have even a basic understanding of the difference between the United States when Jackson was president and 30 years later when the Civil War occurred. Trump claimed earlier this week that, had Andrew Jackson been a little later, you wouldn't have had the Civil War. He was a very tough person, but he had a big heart, and he was really angry that he saw what was happening with regard to the Civil War. First, Donald, Jackson wasn't really angry when he saw what was happening with regard to the Civil War. He was fucking dead and rotting in his coffin for the previous 16 years. It's not possible to see anything or be angry when dead. I know that's a tough one to understand, Donald, so take a few minutes to see if you can figure it out. Trump then concluded this apparent incident of dementia-induced rambling by asking aloud, Why was there a Civil War? Why could that one not have been worked out? Fucking seriously? Jesus. For the love of holy mother of stupidity. Okay, Donald. You see, regardless of what anyone tells you, the South seceded from the Union because the North had finally tipped the balance of power away from the slave states. From 1776 up until the 1850s, the country had always been mostly evenly split between slave and free states. The South was always able to maintain a balance of power, 
and nine of the first 15 presidents were from slave states that eventually joined the Confederacy. If you don't believe me as to the cause of the Civil War, let fucking dickbag Alexander Stevens, the Confederate vice president, tell you himself. Our new government is founded upon exactly this idea. Its foundations are laid. Its cornerstone rests upon the great truth that the Negro is not equal to the white man. That slavery, subordination to the superior race, is his natural and normal condition. This, our new government, is the first in the history of the world based on this great physical, philosophical, and moral truth. So jam that states' rights argument up your twat. Okay, fine. It was about states' rights. A state's right to decide if people could own other people. So, Donald, given that the South left because they did not want to give up the right for people to own other people, the reason that one, as you so eloquently say, could not be worked out was simple. Either the North was going to let slavery continue, or the South was leaving. Now, someone might say, why couldn't the North just let them go? Well, microbrain, if secession is established to be legal, then how long is it before there was a Midwestern Confederacy, and then a Northeastern Confederacy, and ultimately, just a bunch of small states randomly shifting alliances? If there was going to be any idea of a United States, secession had to be put down and put down quickly and harshly. If anybody is failing to see why the Civil War could not be worked out, let's try one more time to simplify it. The South wanted to have slaves. To keep slavery legal, it needed to maintain a balance between the slave states and free states. With the opening of the territory won in the Mexican War, it was clear to anybody that they were going to lose that balance very quickly and that the non-slave states would push to end slavery. Why? Because it is really hard for a paid labor economy to compete with a slave labor economy, both from the perspective of the worker. Hey, would you pay me $10 an hour to do this job? No, I got this guy who does it for free because I own him. And from the perspective of a businessman. Hey, can I sell my product for the same price as the guy across the street? No, because I got to pay John here $10 an hour to make it. While that guy across the street doesn't pay anyone anything. So the South decided to leave so that the North couldn't tell them what to do about slavery, and the North was compelled to fight the war because if they didn't, the federal government would essentially cease to function as any state could just leave it if it didn't like what Washington was dictating. And if you still, for some reason, doubt slavery was the reason the South seceded, I again direct you to the earlier words of long-dead racist fuck and second in charge of the Confederacy, Alexander Stevens. I don't have to interpret his words. I don't have to guess what he was saying or what he meant. He came right out and said, we formed this government on the cornerstone idea that slavery is a moral truth. As to 45's ignorant belief that Jackson would have stopped the war, he was a slave owner from the South. The South was never seceding if one of their own won the damn election. It was the fact that a damn Yankee abolitionist won the election that caused the entire crisis. But let's say Andy J. somehow was in office in 1861, and the South, for whatever reason, leaves the Union anyway. Slavery. The man with a big heart, as 45 says, who owned about 150 slaves and is responsible for the Trail of Tears march that killed an estimated 15,000 Cherokee in a forced relocation because we wanted their land, and they were already there, but we were going to have it. He probably would have sided with the large plantation owners who had absurd amounts of wealth tied up in human property. Jackson probably 
would have averted the Civil War by brokering a compromise to extend slavery into the 1900s. Are you sure you want to hold that up as admirable, 45? Yeah, given you, you probably do. So why does this matter? It represents a fundamental flaw in 45's thinking and approach to problem solving. He emulates past presidents that he likes. This is not a terrible thing if 45 understood the context of the world in which those presidents lived. Often, he clearly does not. Much of his campaign platform, both domestic and foreign policy, was ripped from the Truman and Eisenhower playbook. The issue with this is that those conditions don't exist today. Europe is not devastated from a destructive world war that left it literally in rubble, bankrupt, and with a huge part of their next generation dead. The United States does not produce near the material it did at that time, and the world is not nearly as fully dependent on U.S. wealth and military power as it once was. Much like that scenario, Trump apparently emulates Andrew Jackson without actually understanding the man. His statement is essentially saying that Jackson's strong, bullheaded, might-makes-right tactics would have averted the Civil War because it worked in 1833. Again, 45 fails to see contextual differences. This matters because it shows you a window into the thought process of the most powerful man in the world. He doesn't have original ideas on how to govern. He recycles the ideas of past leaders he likes. The problem is he doesn't actually understand why the actions of those leaders succeeded or failed. How long is it until Trump goes full Caligula and declares war on the ocean and names his dog to a cabinet position? This has been a quick rant, a raving lunatic media production. Feel free to tell me to fuck myself, or if I don't like it, leave the country at our website, ravinglunaticmedia.com, on Twitter at MeteorRaving, or email us at contact at ravinglunaticmedia.com. As always, thank you for listening. Check me out! Dot com.